0: hey guys welcome back to as told by moms super super excited to be coming back to you uh, with episode two i just want to start off by saying how grateful i am for just the love and the support that i received for episode one and our launch episode Um, it was just it was amazing amazing so thank you for everyone who downloaded who listened and yeah just super super excited so uh, i want to jump right on into episode two I have an amazing, amazing special guest here today, and it's going to be a good episode. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear um, his perspective, his opinions, his thoughts, his feelings, um, because, you know, as a mom, it is pretty rare, I think, that you would hear uh, the perspective of a teenager. So I want to welcome to my podcast for episode two my 15-year-old amazing son, Noah Lee Mosqueda.
1: Hello. Welcome. <laughs> I'm happy to be here.
0: Awesome, awesome. So I want to share a little bit about how this episode came to be. Uh, we were standing in the kitchen, and I was just kind of talking with Noah, letting him know about my podcast. I do like to share with him when, you know, we're doing things and passions and certain things that are going on in our life. So uh, I was sharing with him about the podcast, and... Um, he was like, Mom, when am I going to be on your podcast? And I was shocked, first of all, because, you know, teenagers, they don't they don't really like to do anything. Um, and I was like, wow, buddy, you would actually want to be on my podcast? And he was like, well, duh, I'm the one that made you with mom. So uh, point taken. Yeah. Very, uh, very true words were spoken in that moment. So uh, I want to welcome you to the podcast, Noah. What? What do you feel like you want to well actually you know what tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell the people a little bit about the a people. little bit about yourself. Uh, how old you are, what are you into, your name, all that good stuff.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, my name is Noah as she said and I'm 15 as she said and I'm her son as she said <laughs> um, some things I'm into. I like art. Watching movies, playing video games—the stereotype, I guess, for a fifteen-year-old teenager. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, there's it's pretty pretty simple, I'm very chill, no super high energy most of the time, and uh, yeah, not too complicated.
0: Yeah, pretty chill is good, uh, especially in our family where the majority of our family members are. I would say not super chill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your little brothers. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're something. They are. They're they something. are. They're a lot. Um, so I wanna just take this moment for you to just share what's on your mind, share what's on your heart. I know as a mom, this is my first time raising a teenager. I don't have any other kids that I've raised Outside of you and your brothers, so um, is that right? That is a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> um, so I just want to hear from you, like as a teenager, your perspective of just I don't know whatever it is that you feel like you want to share, what you think parents should know um, about their kids, and what you guys deal with and what you guys face as teenagers. I know you guys are growing up in a kind of a crazy world right now there's a lot of i would say distraction there's a lot of just things going on in life that can keep you very very distracted that can put you into a place of like just i don't know just a lot going on in the world that you guys are living so um i want to hear from you a little bit what do you feel like is something that you're living in right now in 2022 as a teenager that you feel like is amazing that no other generation has been able to see or be a part of. So, let's start with that first. Like what do you feel like has been an amazing thing?
1: Um you know, when when you're little, you always want to feel like you have like you want to be an adult, you want to feel big, have like responsibilities and I feel like like t- being a teenager, you finally get like a taste of that. And it feels it feels pretty good to feel actually like a respected amongst like actual adults people over 18 people with cars jobs money and all this stuff and you can actually be on the same kind of level and you've never really had that before or i've never really had that before so it's pretty um it's a pretty good feeling that's that's one thing uh there are a lot of new things that you get to experience as a teenager, a lot of things you were not be able to do before. Like mm-hmm. I remember I went to the shooting range for the first time, mm-hmm. that was really fun. I had a blast um, and just other things like that, you know.
0: So just being able to like come of age to a certain extent, being able to experience things that you have not experienced previously, Yeah. right? Okay, cool. Makes sense. Um, what is something right now in 2022, and in the world that we live in, that you feel like is a distraction to your generation, what would you say that would be
1: a distraction
0: as a whole, like as a just whole. as you know, as a generation living as a you know, ninth grader? Um, what do you feel like is something that maybe is not as much of a positive uh experience that teenagers are dealing with right now?
1: Um, I feel like. Like, a lot of people talk about, like, social media and how it's, like, making teenagers want to be someone that they're not mm. and trying to fit into this kind of, I don't know how to explain it.
0: Like a persona? Kind
1: I could, Yeah, kind of. It's, like, trying to, like, show people how good they are and how good their life is and how happy they are when they don't really... They're not really true to who they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so like they're showing all the good things, but they don't really talk about the actual real things on social media and in life. Yeah. And it kind of like makes people think that like if they're going through something, something's wrong with them since nobody on social media has dealt with what they're doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. That's good. That's good because a lot of the times, even as adults, like we look at social media and we ourselves as parents, as married couples, you know, we start to compare ourselves because we start to see everybody else's highlight reel, as they say, you know, because you're not going to put the bad things on social media. A lot of the times you're not going to put the negative things, the things that you're dealing with uh, on social media. So I definitely can agree that social media is a distraction in the sense of when you're young, you're starting to develop. Your mind is developing, your influences are developing. And I think that Sometimes, when you can, you know, you see people putting things out there and you're just like, Man, is that real? Like, am I gonna get to that place? And just kind of, you know, it starts to put that into your head a little bit too. So, um, as your parents, now speaking us personally, we don't have you on social media or you don't have social media. Do you feel like, um, like when you're in school and with your friends and things like that, do you feel like that's a negative thing or do you feel like that's maybe something that? Um, you're being kind of protected from a little bit
1: I mean there's always pros and cons to not being on social media because there are a lot of events that happen that are good to know that will kind of inform you on how the world is working right now Mm -hmm. and help you like you know fit in more obviously and like just I guess strike conversation too there's various different pros and various cons Like, there's a lot of things on social media that you don't want your teenager or child to see. Mm -hmm. There are people that you probably don't want your children or teenagers watching or, um, I don't know, just experiencing their content, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, I couldn't really tell you if it's a pro or a con because there are various pros and cons on the subject and if my kid should have social media. Mm Mm-hmm. But I guess it's really up to you. And I don't see I don't think it's a bad thing either way.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like you miss out a lot not having social media? Like with your friends and things like that?
1: I mean, a lot of my friends do have social media, so it kind of feels like a little something I don't have that I wish I had. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's really not that big of a deal. I've grown out of it, I guess. Yeah. Not having social media cuz I don't have I haven't had it for a long time. I guess the only social media I really had was TikTok and YouTube, which yeah. is the only really big social media platforms I've taken a part of yeah. and really looked into.
0: Yeah. So, and you don't really miss something that you have never had. So I yeah, think that kind of so. helps a little bit too. But, you know, as you mature and as you get older, like us as parents, we see the kind of person that you're becoming. And I think that is what influences the choices for us to say, okay, now I feel like you're mature enough to handle you know, Instagram, or I feel like you're mature enough to handle TikTok and things like that. So, you know, Daniel and I are very, very um, particular, I would say, about certain things. We do our best to share with you um, things that we feel are age appropriate for you, you know, and those things that you have questions about, then you can always come to us and, you know, reach out and, and ask questions on that. Yeah. But I think it's hard because i tell you this all the time i'm like man like we're just learning with you you know we're we're definitely learning we're trying to figure out what it looks like to be parents of a teenager and all of the things that you're experiencing and going through and it's difficult for me just because like as a female you know i have all boys so it's just kind of like yeah daniel has to have a lot of those hard conversations with you and Makes sense those
1: i mean he gets mm-hmm. kind of lucked out there you know
0: yeah <laughs> i definitely don't want to have some of the conversations but you know as a parent we have to um and i think that that's a good balance of what it looks like to have you know a healthy parenting relationship with me and you and daniel and your dad too you know so do you feel like um as a whole where do you feel like we're winning as parents with you like as a so coming from a teenager's perspective like what do you feel like is helpful for parents with teenagers to hear from a teenager
1: so like some like like advice or i guess like like one thing that feel like wow like i really need to hear that or
0: well yeah yeah whatever you feel like well whatever you feel like a parent would want to hear like um you know it really helps me when you guys do this or it could really help your teenager if you approach it this way like something like that because i mean the goal here is to Hear your perspective and for parents to be able to have and start conversations with their teenager as well So I want to hear from you. Like what is the advice that you would? um, Give other parents out there
1: I mean, I feel like one thing that's really important is that no teenagers are the same, you know, everyone's Mm -hmm. different And you're gonna hear like horror stories and how, oh, my teenager is super rebellious. He does this, 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 and that. And there are hundreds of other teenagers that do the same thing. So beware, parents. Mm -hmm. But you know, I feel like if you look at it like, like if you're scared of all this happening, you're never gonna really look at them like their own individual person. Yeah. I guess. So instead of looking at the, what if my kid is doing this? Or what if he is smoking or doing drugs? Like, should I be scared? I mean, there are a lot of kids that do do that, obviously, and it's good to be aware. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you shouldn't just look at your kid like he's a stoner all the time. you know.
0: <laughs> so so you're saying the individuality of each teenager and approaching parenting, uh, not saying like, oh, well, so and so is like that, so I'm gonna parent my kid.
1: Exactly. Like
0: I would parent so-and-so. you I know, would say Because so. I think, and I think that that's important for us to hear. And also to, even within like siblings, I think you hear that a lot. Like, and I, Daniel and I already know that the way that we are with you and the way that we're, we have raised you is going to be completely different than how we're going to raise Jackson yeah. and completely different with how we're going to raise Levi because your guys' personalities are so different. You know, so I think that that's I think that that's really important what you said for parents to hear. And it's like, man, like parent your kid how they are, you know, not according to the experience you had with either their sibling or what your friend is going through or what your cousin's going through or your sister's going through. Like parent your kid.
1: Exactly. How they
0: should be parented. OK, I like that. That's Anything else? What else you got?
1: Uh, what Help else us because we
0: need we need all the insight. Parents need the insight to their teenagers because it is hard, man, because you guys are of little words. I would say for my teenager, from my experience, you are a man of little words. But I feel like you are, um, you know, a little wise, uh, uh, you know, a little wise. So I definitely love to hear your perspective because I feel like you do have a lot to say, um, you know, as a teenager. So what else you got for us? Help us out.
1: I'm trying to think, like, if I could give, if I can give people an instruction manual on Mm -hmm. how to parent a teenager, I would. I know there's a lot of books, but, you know, (laughs) there's never going to be a a true way to, like, dude, if you do this, your teenager's going to come out great.
0: Give us the cheat code. Give us the cheat code. (laughs) We need it.
1: (laughs) If I could, I would, honestly. But it's just not that simple, you know. You just got to approach it little by little. And you're going to learn, and they're going to learn with you. And I feel like that's a really important thing. Where it's always good to prepare for the worst, but if you experience the worst and learn from the worst, you're probably going to learn a little bit more than if you didn't go through that. Yeah, worst,
0: yeah.
1: If that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying.
1: It's like, it's like working out where if you do the workout, it's going to hurt a little bit, but then you're going to get big muscles after. Yeah. You know, so I feel like that's a a good kind of, not lesson, but like a, a good thing to remember. Yeah. Where in that stage of their life it's good to make mistakes well, not good, but it's important to make mistakes. Yeah. Where the choices that they make now is gonna shape who they are as an adult. Yeah. So this is the kind of like um like in pottery where you're actually making the thing. This mm-hmm. is like the the most important step where you're actually shaping the finished product
0: yeah.
1: of your person that you've been raising for 13, 14, 15 years. Yeah. So it's a very important step in becoming an adult. Probably one of the most important steps in becoming an adult. So.
0: Happens in this foundational period, right? Exactly. So I think that's why like, you know, when we have conversations with you about um, just like integrity and decision-making and things like that, like that's because we know that these are the foundational years, you know, and we we want to set you up the most that we can to make good decisions, you know, to to come into adulthood. I, I know you're gonna be surprised by certain things, you know, because you haven't experienced everything. but I think too, like, I think it's good that you're gonna come into it pretty well rounded with like okay, I know I know my parents have equipped me for, certain experiences, you know, and some things you're going to experience on your own when you get older. But I think the best thing that we can do is just continue to have conversation with you, continue to just kind of like keep that communication open. So what would you tell? I feel like because I feel like communication is super important. I feel like we are constantly having conversations with you, good, bad, ugly, funny, you know, scary, whatever it is, I feel like we are always having some type of conversation. So what do you feel like, um, what would you tell a parent that maybe their teenager doesn't want to have a conversation? Their teenager's not open. Like what would be some ways that you would feel like, um, would be beneficial for you if you were in that situation? Or what have we done as parents that, you know, have, giving you that ability to speak freely and really just be able to communicate with us. What do you feel like is helpful in that situation?
1: I mean, conversations, like no like in from my perspective, I don't like having conversations. Like with like you know, conversations are hard. It's like important conversations, not just like talking about like how your day was. Yeah. But having these important, sometimes life changing conversations is a thing that teenagers, sometimes a parent really doesn't look forward to, mm-hmm. which makes it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know? it's very. I don't think parents like
0: hard conversations either. No, yeah, yeah. No, nobody
1: nobody likes hard conversations. Yeah. So if you have a like teenager that doesn't like having these conversations, and you don't like having these conversations, I feel like it's important to kind of just force them into the conversation if that makes sense. I don't really have a good um what should I call it idea yeah on like how you could like like what's the best way to have a meaningful conversation with my kid? Yeah,
0: you know what it's- about just like meeting them where they are and just kind of like the type of knowing well enough the type of kid that they are, because I feel like that's that's the situation with Daniel and I. Like we know we know you don't like the hard conversation. So we try to approach them in a way that we feel like would be I mean, it hasn't been that many times that we have to have like a serious, serious conversation. But yeah, I think like maybe just approaching it based on their personality and what um how they feel heard, how they feel receptive to, uh, I think is important. So maybe parents Being able to just kind of, like, meet your kid where they are. Every kid is different. Every teenager is different. And I think that, like, there just is something about observing them and really, truly knowing, like, the type of kid that they are, you know. And I think that might be helpful for them to have that hard conversation or that important conversation. Because what you don't want to do is get to the point and say, like, my parents never listened to me. You exactly. know, and I feel like teenagers can get there pretty quickly, very quickly. And sometimes I feel like it's not so much that your parents are not hearing you. It's like, OK, you don't want to have the hard conversation. The parent doesn't want to have to ha- have the hard conversation. So then it's like, well, everybody's just kind of at this standstill. Like nobody wants to have the hard conversation. Exactly. But I think somebody has to make the first move, you know, and also to like. As parents, like we're not mind readers like we don't know everything i'm gonna put that out there whoa chill you said that mad quick exactly (laughs) (laughs) Um, i think as parents i'll be the first to admit we don't know everything and i think that having that understanding from you guys and saying like i know my parents are not perfect you know my parents are gonna make mistakes we are gonna make mistakes raising you we probably already have but you know it's it's important for you not to shut down either and say like you know what as much as we want to teach you like you have to also teach us what it looks like to have a healthy relationship too you know so yeah as hard as it is to come out and have these conversations i feel like they're super super necessary um for the healthy communication from both ends yeah right
1: Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense i mean having there's It's obviously hard to have these conversations and if you have these conversations earlier, it'll be easier to talk to your teenager or maybe sometimes younger than teenager. Yeah. Probably preteen, ten, nine, eight, seven. But like building these this trust in like okay, so I actually can talk to my parents about what I'm going through. Yeah. Really can impact How they are going to be in the future. Yeah. Because they know that they have someone that they can talk to. And a lot of kids feel like they don't have that. Yeah. Whether they feel like my parents wouldn't understand or this and that wouldn't understand. Maybe I have to find someone else to talk to than my parents. But.
0: Do you feel like you can talk to your parents?
1: I feel like I got to talk to my parents. You
0: have a lot of parents too. I do.
1: (laughs) I do have more than two parents. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of parents. That I, I guess feel that's like, a flex.
0: Yeah, you Look. know what I'm saying. You got extra parents, I mean, come bro. On. I got
1: backup parents. You got bonus parents. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So I think that. What do you feel like? What have we done as parents that makes you feel that way? I think that would be maybe helpful for people to to hear too. Like, as why do you feel like you can come and talk to us?
1: I mean, in our case, I've always felt comfortable talking to you. Like, I never felt like um. Like never, like I never looked at you guys as just my parents. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, I respect you guys as my parents. Yeah, and I would always see you guys as my parents, but it was never just parents. Yeah, like these are like my family. These are like my people. Yeah, like I've you, know, <laughs> you just made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Just kidding. But A I will, like I grew up with these people, so yeah. I've, I've always felt comfortable around you, Daniel, my dad, Elizabeth, yeah. all of them. Because we've we've been able to build this relationship since day one of me being alive, you know? Facts. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always been easy for me. But, you know, like I said earlier, no one's the same. Everyone's different. Yeah. So there's always going to be a different um, relationship that you're going to have with your kid. So even though I'm able to talk to my parents, there's not going to be, not everyone's able to talk to their parents. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. I think it's, and I think that's hard, too, because it's like, man, like, you want to be there for your friends. So, like, what, what's the advice that you give your friends? Like, if your friend comes to you and is like, man, like, I want to talk to my parents, but I know I'm not able to because they're not going to understand or they're not going to hear me. Like, what is, what's something that you would say to them?
1: That's a really good question. Have Either, you ever
0: been in that situation?
1: I haven't been in a situation, Maybe a similar situation, but yeah. I can't really think of one off the head. Yeah. But if I were to have a conversation similar, I would just say just try to jump into the conversation. Because the hardest thing about starting a conversation is starting a conversation. Yeah.
0: Does yeah. Make sense? That's true.
1: So once you get into the actual conversation, it gets so much easier. Mm-hmm. Trust me. It's the...
0: It's just taking that key. initial step.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And getting into it is going to be the biggest, most nerve-wracking step. But once you actually do it, then you're smooth sailing from there.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think communication is super, super vital. And that looks different for everybody, you know. But I think for a parent, like, if your kid is open and willing to talk to you, like, count your blessings because I feel like that is – Um, becoming more and more rare these days just because like people feel just naturally so disconnected. And I think that with just social media and how things are like you just you feel disconnected a lot of the times as adults, too. So I would just encourage you to continue to um, just connect with them, whether it's on something big or something small, find find out their likes. So let me share a little something. Noah, is very much into sneakers and cars, right? So for me, I want to be able to connect with Noah on whatever level it is. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I want to find a common ground. So what did I do? I started getting into sneakers. I started understanding, trying to learn, trying to meet him where he's at. Because if I just continue to say, like, well, he's not into anything that I'm into, like that's going to just keep on creating like walls and boundaries you yeah, know like it's just
1: going to get you farther apart
0: farther apart exactly so i think for me i'm like well let me get into sneakers and it's really unfortunate cuz it's very expensive to be <laughs> into sneakers and now i'm like hey, no hey you didn't get into cars i know right. no i'm definitely not getting into cars but i will watch shows about cars i just finished watching a show that was all about like supercars and Uh, foreign cars and all these things. And I was telling Noah, like, oh, my gosh, I watched this, you know, the show and he was selling, what did he say, more Bugattis than Bugatti. And (laughs) I was like, man, that's crazy because I always hear Noah talk about these cars. And I was able to see what he was, you know, talking about. And I was like, man, this is pretty sick, actually. Like, you know, so just finding those common threads that you can. um, I feel like as parents, that's super, super important Uh, for us to give them that opportunity to feel connected to and I feel like that's our job you know I feel like as a kid they're into certain things that you know what like you can try as the adult it's your job to kind of meet them wherever they're at you may not understand it you may not always even agree with it but I think that finding even a small ounce of like um interest I think that you can find that. I think we can find that as parents and just say, like, you know what? Hey, I, I, I don't understand why you like that kind of music, but you know what? I'll support you. I'll listen to it as long as I feel like it's beneficial, obviously. Like, I'm not going to be like, Noah, go listen to whatever you want and, you yeah. know, just kind of, like, throw you out there. But for sure. um, I feel like that is helpful for kids to feel heard and understood and even supported. You know, do you feel do you feel supported when yeah. we're like finding certain things to connect with you about,
1: I mean, yeah, for sure. Like, I love, I love talking about the things that I like. You know, of course, and you it's, do. it's so. I mean, <laughs> it makes a lot of, it probably makes a lot of sense. But you know, uh, I obviously love talking about the things I like. So being able to talk that, talk about that with my parents is a great thing. It helps you connect and find a, um, I guess, a common ground. Yeah. To have these conversations. Like, these fun conversations, not these, like, important, scary conversations that we're talking yeah. about. But these um, nice, fun, relationship-building, bonding conversations. And yeah. I feel like that's super important because, like, this whole bonding and just bonding over something, anything, can just build your relationship so far. And it helps you look more like a friend than a parent. Yeah. But you never want to lose that parent, like, authority, Nah, because you know I'll still slap you. You know-, <laughs> you
0: know I'll still slap you. Like,
1: I'm still scared of them. <laughs> <laughs> But I will talk about cars and shoes all day with them, you know? I'm
0: just kidding. I have never slapped Noah. Noah has never gotten, like, any type of physical discipline. How do you feel about that? 15 years old. I'm proud of it. Still not too late. I'm proud of it. It's still not too late, though. I still have one saved up.
1: Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: I do like to remind Noah of that. I'm like, you have never gotten any type of spankings or anything like that, but, you know, it's never too late. I
1: have a clean record so far. You do. I'm trying to keep it. Yeah. Do you know how cool that would be? To get to get to adulthood and say I never got slapped once by my parents, I feel. I one. Like, like cool... I'm so
0: sloppy as an adult.
1: I mean, you. you... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, all right. If he says that he's gonna dodge fast. me, oh my god! Dodge, weave, whatever it takes. Oh, I just won't hit back. No, he's dead. Then they I mean, like it's... flicks a switch and they become Bruce Lee all of a sudden. It's no, a no. problem.
0: It's scary it's stuff. It's, trust it's me. a problem.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, Noah. Um, do you have a girlfriend?
1: I do not have a girlfriend now
0: you don't have a girlfriend i don't are you uh planning on getting a girlfriend this year
1: eventually this year yeah uh it's quite early in the year maybe 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 oh my god if i find the right person. i'm stressed um but as of right now no do, I you, do, think like I sure do you think i'm so. gonna like her do you
0: think i'm gonna like the type of girl that you're even interested in even though i already picked out your wife i mean yeah do you want to give her a shout out i'm just kidding <laughs>
1: i do not want to give her a shout out <laughs>
0: Daniel and I have this thing like we already have arranged marriages for all of our boys but uh don't worry we picked a good one for Noah he's gonna be really happy (laughs) she's a she's a great girl (laughs) wow (laughs) I'm just kidding Noah I love you um I think we are gonna go ahead and wrap this up we're about hitting that 30 minute mark wow that Uh, went by really fast I know it did go by really fast wow what uh what do you want to leave us with what's your final thoughts uh what do you want to say what do you want the people to take with them? What's the uh, what's the golden nugget of advice that you wanna leave with everyone today?
1: The golden nugget that I would wanna leave would be probably that your teenager is your teenager. He's not anyone else's teenager. They're their own person, you know? You're not gonna have the same experience that Teresa down the street had. With her teenager or teenagers, Mm -hmm. you know? So you kind of got to walk with your teenager because obviously it's hard for you. It's Mm -hmm. hard for them. Mm -hmm. They're going through things they've never gone through before. You may be going through things you've never gone through before raising a teenager. Or maybe it's your second, third, fourth, whatever teenager. But still, they're always going to be different than your last. Yeah. But I feel like that's always a, a good thing to remember. Yeah owning
0: yep owning that relationship i think fighting for that relationship in a world that is like i said before full of distractions full of just just craziness right now i feel like yeah um you know just continuing to push and fight for those relationships because they're super super important your kid needs you um you know and i think it's just i think it's vital i think communication is vital i think fighting um for your kid is vital. So, just continue to have faith and trust that you know God has entrusted us with these kids. He has given me to raise Noah, Jackson, Levi, me personally and my husband and, you know, uh, our family to raise. And I feel like that's like a huge uh, it's a huge honor to be able to raise kids. And I feel like um you know, I feel like that's my job. I feel like that's my mission to be successful as much as I can. Now, they're going to get to an age where they're going to make their own decisions, you know, and Noah's going to have to own whatever decisions he makes. And that, at the end of the day, who Noah becomes will be partially a reflection of me, but also to like a reflection of himself. So continue to pray for your children, continue to seek out relationship for them, continue to be uh an example for them as best that you can and just really just trust that, you know, God has entrusted you with these kids and us with these kids to raise and for them to uh to be ours. So, thank you Noah. Thanks thank for coming on for here having and me. giving us it's some an honor. insight to, you know, what it looks like to be raising a teenager. I think you said a lot of super helpful things and i hope that people can take uh your perspective and take that into account when they go back and you know review the relationships that they have with their kids and maybe try something try something different if something hasn't worked try something different that's okay it's okay to switch it up right it's okay to switch up the parenting style if if your kid is not receptive to it you know always try new things so Um, I think that's it for today guys. I'm super excited to, uh, continue this podcast. If you are listening for the first time, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and you can find us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon music. So, uh, thanks for tuning in guys. We'll be back with more hopefully insightful, hopefully relatable content. And we just want to continue to build this community of not just moms, but a community of women, a community of parents, excuse me, a community of just, you know, just a community that you feel like you can go to, uh, for advice and, and to listen. So Noah, thank you again. I love you so much. Thank you for having me. We love uh, you guys. Love you mom.
1: Thank Uh, you. Congratulations on the podcast. I didn't say that in the podcast, but I wanted to congratulate you on the podcast. So congratulations for starting episode two let's hope for a lot of more awesome episodes that people can learn from
0: yeah i agree thank you so much buddy love you thanks guys thanks for tuning in and take care
1: bye